Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And today's Word for the Day is found in Psalm 81, verse 9. The psalmist writes, There shall be no strange God among you, neither shall you worship any other God. There shall be no strange God among you, neither shall you worship any other God. So all the nations that surrounded the Israelites... Um, early on in their in their sojourn in the land of promise, uh, they lived up in the hills, and the Canaanites and Philistines lived in the valleys, so they were surrounded by other peoples, even in their own land. And then the surrounding nations, the great nations, the, the Egyptians, the um, Assyrians, the um, Babylonians, the Medes, the Persians, etc., all these people worshipped other gods, number one. Number two, in the ancient world... Um, your, your sense of nationhood, which isn't even quite the right word, the way we think of nation. Um, they were peoples, and your sense of being a people was that your people had certain gods, and your king kind of was the, the, the high priest between you and the gods. That's just how people looked at the world. And so the gods were all about everyday life. You know, are you going to have a crop this year? You appease certain gods. Um, will the ground be fertile? You appease certain gods. Will you have children? You appease certain gods. And there's this constant kind of transactional relationship between the physical world and the spiritual world. Um, kind of a quid pro quo where you do something for the gods, they do something for you. And and almost every kind of reality in nature had a, had a god behind it. That's the world the ancient Israelites lived in. And they were constantly confronted with the possibility of turning away from Yahweh, the one true God, and worshiping idols, for strange gods, false gods. And in fact, they did that. Um, they did that really up until the exile. Um, and and I've, if you've heard, heard been to St. Pat's and heard me preach periodically, I'll mention how archaeologists can just trace this, how there are layers of ruins um, that can be dated before the exile to Babylon, and there are always um, idols from surrounding nations in all the ruins of the Israelites. Then the ruins from when they return to the land, they disappear. So God's discipline of Israel worked. They got away from that. So how does that speak to me today, though? So I really am not tempted to bow down to statues. And the nations of the world, including our nation, never name other gods. In fact, most nations are pretty secular, and if they do name a god, it's usually, um, you know, one of the traditional monotheist gods, unless you get into, like, Buddhism and Hinduism. But but, but then it's just sort of the religion. It's just a different way of thinking. But the truth is, um, we can find, we can find ourselves trusting in something other than God in the way we ought to trust in God. I can look for my purpose in something that's not God. I can find my security in something that's not God, etc. And I can take something that's um, good and created and treat it like it's the creator. I can do it with my family. I can do it with my spouse if I'm married. I can do it with my children if I'm a parent. I can do it with my career, and that might look like the money I make in my career, or it might look like the status I have. 
And you just you just begin to name all kinds of things in life, and we can, excuse me, <clears throat> make them ultimate. And in doing that, they replace God as number one in our hearts and number one in the thing we trust. So this word from the Psalter is really relevant to all of us. We're, we are all, just like the Israelites, tempted to be idolaters and tempted to make something besides God um, Put, put that thing in the place of God, have substitute gods. So just a word of, of encouragement and exhortation to, um, to remember, to check our hearts, to keep short accounts with God and, and, and be open to the possibility that there are areas in our life where we've taken something that we value and that it's okay to value as long as it's second or third in our life and we've made it first. And one of the things you can send, tell if you're doing that, is if you lost that thing, would it devastate you? And I'm not talking about like, for example, if the horror of like a family losing a child, that that wouldn't break your heart. I don't mean that. I mean your whole sense of existence. Your your whole sense of being would just be crushed. You know, I've given my whole life to be the best fill-in-the-blank I can be, and now I know I'll never achieve it, and I'm just sunk by that probably that's become an idol. It's worth exploring our hearts. It's worth exploring our minds. It's worth exploring how we live and making sure there are no strange gods among us and making sure we don't worship any other God. God bless and have a great day.